It's all about getting comfortable being uncomfortable. That is what breaks apart the self-doubt. That is what gives you freedom. That is what makes you feel most alive. That's Jesse Itzler. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Hello! And welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Monday. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today as we start off this week with a new featured speaker who is also an author. He's a serial entrepreneur who has built and sold several companies. He's an endurance sports evangelist. He's part owner of the NBA's Atlanta Hawks, and he's married to Sarah Blakely, who is the billionaire founder of Spanx. And today he is here to discuss how to put an end to our self-doubt and our fear. Because if it's one thing that many people struggle with, including myself, is pushing past fear and overcoming self-doubt. So let's jump right into this one with Jesse Itzler. Enjoy. Now, fear is a really powerful thing. But when you surrender and say, I'm not scared of fear, it's unbelievably liberating. Now, I don't like to be embarrassed, but I'm not scared of it. But it wasn't always like that for me. When I was a senior in uh, college, there was a girl that I liked. I had to have my roommate in college call her up and ask her to go to the formal as me. I literally called up and said, hey, this is Jesse. That fast forward 20 years. I like this girl. I'm trying to court her. She's the founder of Spanx. I call the phone, I call the, her assistant at Spanx, and I'm, this is the same time that I'm about to run a 100-mile race nonstop in 24 hours for charity. I call up, I get to the assistant, and I said, um, can you tell Sarah that I would love to wear Spanx if, in this 100-mile race if she would give me a testimonial for my website? I don't want a testimonial. I want a Sarah. <laughs> Obviously, the assistant goes, Hold on one second. Puts me on hold and says, Sarah, there's some lunatic on the phone that wants to run 100 miles in Spanx. She says, I think I might know that lunatic. And a year later, she married the lunatic. But in between that time when my roommate had a call to ask this girl for a date to when I got Sarah... I call it like the lamb mentality and the lion mentality. There was a lot of self-doubt. And self-doubt is probably the biggest enemy to creativity. And the way you conquer self-doubt is by doing things that make you uncomfortable. I want to share this story with you guys. A couple of years ago, I'm at a race in San Diego. It's a 24-hour 
relay race. The format of the race is you run a mile, you run a mile, you run a mile, I run a mile. Whatever team runs the most amount of miles in 24 hours wins the race. There's a guy sitting to my left. I'm with five friends that did this for fun. There's a guy sitting to my left who has nobody to relay with. He's his own relay team. And the race is self-supported. It was on a one-mile dirt unlit parking lot in San Diego. You had to bring all your own supplies. They don't even provide water. I had just sold Marquee Jet to Buffett. I overdid our supplies. I had a truck pull up with like a whole food truck with like bananas in case like we were on it, like Gilligan's Island. I had a tent, masseuses. This guy, he had three items. He had a fold-up chair, one bottle of water, and a box of crackers. That's it. And he was about 285 pounds. And I'm thinking to myself, how in the world is this guy going to run with those supplies and that much weight for 24 hours? And sure enough, at mile 70, he sits down in his fold-up chair. And because he weighed so much and from all the pounding, he literally broke all the small bones in both of his feet. Crushed. Excuse me, but because he had no nutrition ate crackers and water, he had kidney failure, and he was peeing blood. My first reaction immediately is like, we got to get this guy a medic immediately. We got to get him out of here immediately. What does this guy do? He takes duct tape, duct tapes his feet, gets out of the chair, runs 30 miles to get to his goal, and then runs one more mile in case they miscounted. I got to meet this guy. Because I got to meet this guy because I have to know whatever got him out of that chair, whatever that drive was, if I could learn that and teach that to my family, my employees, me, all the buckets in my life would be so much better. My work life, my personal life, my relationship with my kids, everything. So I, I Google him after the race and I learned he's a Navy SEAL with an amazing backstory. I cold call him. I, I fly out to meet him. He says he'll give me 15 minutes to the minute. I fly out there and I'm sitting with him. And I realize that I'm not going to get what I, whatever he has. And I don't even know what he has at the time talking to him. So I ask him if he'll come live with me and my family for 31 days. He looks at me and he says, if you're crazy enough to ask a guy like me to come live with you, I'm crazy enough to come. Three days later, he's at my breakfast table. So he puts me through, imagine telling that to your wife, by the way. I've, we're having a guest. He likes duct tape. When he comes into my house, I'm in a good place in my life. Still am. Married, still am, one child, now I have four. But like so many of us in the room, I was in a routine. And routines are great, but routines can also be a rut. They're too comfortable. My routine, probably similar to a lot of you guys. Get up in the morning, work out, go to work, have dinner with my family, spend some time with my wife, repeat every day. And I was operating at a high level, but I wasn't getting better. So I needed something to shake it up. You can't be creative in a creative world when you're doing the same thing over and over every day. And that's what I was doing. I had to get out of it. So he comes to my house and he puts me through a series of very unorthodox 
things. So one of the things that he did is one day when I lived on a lake, the lake was frozen, kids are playing hockey. After a run, he goes, he takes a boulder. He starts banging a hole in the middle of the lake until he gets a little hole, puts his hands like this, jumps into the water, and then goes like this. I'm not going in the cold water. My mother, I remember specifically growing up in Long Island, telling me in the winter, don't go anywhere near frozen ice. He's bathing in it, like rubber ducky, playing, splashing, going like this. Gave me the look, take my clothes off, I jump into the water. I'm about to get out of the water. He says, no, you can't get out of the water. If your skin touches the ice, you'll stick to it like the kid in Christmas story, huh? So I slide my hands into my, into my shoes, I crawl out. He says, all right, we got like three minutes to get to the house. You're going to get frostbite or hypothermia. I sprint up to the, height, to the house. I'm running up out of the ice. I'm freezing, and I see my wife looking out the window. She comes. She's livid. She comes in, and she says to the Navy SEAL, what's the medical benefit of jumping into frozen water? And he says, it's all about getting comfortable being uncomfortable. That is what breaks apart the self-doubt. That is what gives you freedom. That is what makes you feel most alive. That is where the heart of creativity comes from. So I decided that I was gonna take a bucket list, which was for me having dinner with my 10 favorite artists and flip it upside down and replace the B with an F. So I created a bucket list and I encourage everybody here to have an bucket list and those are things that make you feel uncomfortable, things you might fail at, things that stink, things that require preparation, but those are the things that make you most alive, and those are the things where you get the most lessons from, and those are the things that conquer self-doubt and fear. Big thanks to Jesse Itzler for stopping by. If you'd like to connect with him, you can go to his website, jesseitzler.com. That is also his Instagram and his YouTube his latest book is entitled Living with the Monks. And the book that he spoke briefly about as he was describing the Navy SEAL that he lived with is entitled Living with a SEAL, 31 Days Training with the Toughest Man on the Planet. And if you didn't know who that was, that is David Goggins himself. And we've had him featured on the show. And I rec highly recommend that you check out the talk that we have with David Goggins as well. And I got this clip from YouTube. It is entitled What's it like to train with a Navy SEAL? And I'll have all the ways to connect with him and his work along with a link to today's entire talk. They will all be in the show description below so you can go and check that out. All right. After this episode is over, please follow the show, share it or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. I appreciate you taking out the time in your day to do that. And that is a wrap for me. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and I will see you back here tomorrow. So until then, stay strong. Later.